Welcome back to Revive Nations podcast. Revive Nations is a global ministry with one mission, to raise an army of Jesus lovers around the world. Prepare your heart to receive something fresh from the voice of God, Prophet Shaiju Matthew, and be revived, renewed, and restored. Have a little one that you desire to see grow in the things of God? Subscribe to Revive Nations Kids on YouTube for an exciting array of programs every week. ReviveNations.tv is now open to live participation to our services. It is time. It's time to eat. Go to Daniel, please. We've been talking about greatly beloved. Have you been enjoying that? Yes. Last week, did it bless you? Amen. Amen. We thank God. Please, I want to dig deeper into this topic. Those who'd like to listen from the beginning, you can find it on our app. Today, I want to study the detail of this man who was greatly beloved. I talked to you a little about it last week on how he got there. But now I want you to meticulously study how the enemy looks at him. It's very important from the life of Job, you may have learned that a lot, that we have to pay attention to even the perspective of Satan. Okay? So in life, for you to have dominion, you need to first and foremost know how God sees you. Okay? Number one, you need to know how God sees you. Number two, you need to know how the enemy sees you. That is why God told Gideon, go put your ears in the camp of the enemy. And listen to what they're talking about you. Because the enemy knows more about you than you know about yourself. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, it's a fact. Our enemies believe in our anointing more than we believe in our anointing. In fact, that is the reason why they fight you. They fight you why? They fight you why? They fight you why? Because they believe in your anointing. They know that they have to stop you before you stop them. So they fight you before you even start the war. Because they believe in what you have. (laughs) Are you following what I'm saying? If they didn't think you were dangerous, they wouldn't attack you. Even before the enemy sees that, he begins targeting you. So that he can have an advantage. But today, you are having an advantage in Jesus' name. Okay? Number three, you need to know how you see yourselves. Very critical. That is why you will see the scripture talking about the spies. They came back to Moses and he said, we were like grasshoppers in their eyes. But did you see yourself through their eyes? Or is this your perspective about how they may be looking at you? So it was not them seeing through their eyes. It was them seeing through their own eyes 
that they were like grasshoppers so now you begin to bring results like a grasshopper what they are saying is that we are of no good except for some grass eating that's all we can we can do the most we can lift is a, a blade of grass we are not capable of much but the devil is a liar <laughs> so we need to in order for us to have success we need to be able to cover these three perspectives okay let me add one more you interested yes. you need to know the perspective of the people around you number one is how does god see me number two is how does the enemy see me how does the devil see me does the devil see you as a giant or a little boy okay very critical number 3 how you see yourself number 4 how does the people around you see you yeah if you can study these four things you you are able to have great dominion you can correct so many things let's start with the perspective of the enemy we saw the perspective of god last week This week let us look at how the enemy was looking at Daniel. Interested? Yes. Okay. Go to Daniel chapter 6 verse 1. Daniel chapter 6 verse 1. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes which should be over the whole kingdom. Mm-hmm. And over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first. Hmm. that the princes might give accounts unto them and the king should have no damage did you hear that we look at the life of daniel there is something that you need to understand what happens in the chapter before in order for you to understand what happens in this chapter what happens in the chapter before is there is a king called belshazzar this mighty king god gave him dominion god gave him let's be clear because the bible says it is the lord who allows kings to rise and kings to fall because god is always giving people a chance to do the right thing but when they stop functioning as his hand then he has to remove them without having to go too much into the detail it was god who said i am now giving these people of israel into the hands of the king so now these kings are functioning as an outstretched arm of god okay back to what i was talking to you guys the other day when we are outside in the life of job that when an a king is not baptized a king that does not speak in tongues a king that is not a believer can function as an outstretched arm of god but the guy is now functioning as the extension of god's arm without even his realization he's not even realizing that he is now used by god and that is when the problems begin because he thinks 
it is his strength that caused him to have victory he thinks it is his strength that has made him conquer nations okay not realizing it was god and then when he comes into the place of victory when god gives him that palace when god gives him that kingdom while he is there he begins to make bubus begins to take actions that now makes him an enemy of god and in the story of belshazzar although god gave him the city there are some things that god did not give into his hands god gave him the entire nation but god did not give him the vessels that was in the temple the golden vessels the furnitures that was used in the temple of god and the bible says how one day when they were having a great celebration which god allowed the celebration that god permitted but even that celebration there was a manner in which he was supposed to have celebrated and he crosses the lines by drinking from the cup that was used in the temple and not just him he distributed those vessels those cups to his people to enjoy wine and to push the envelope he drank to their gods as he was doing that a hand appeared in the palace and wrote his destiny on the wall and the next thing you know there is fear in his heart he his knees are shaking trembling because he saw a hand <laughs> and now they invite all the enchanters all the wise men come and tell us what these words these four words that is on the wall interpret these words for us i like this part they came and they admitted that they had no idea what that was and then while there was fear the queen heard about it the queen comes to him and says don't worry don't have to change your color don't worry about don't don't be frightened yet because there is a man in your kingdom who in the days of your father great light was found in him okay and wisdom and understanding problem happened yeah Daniel chapter 5 verse 11 uh-huh. There is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods and in the days of thy father light and understanding uh-huh. and wisdom Okay so before you go into understanding and wisdom you got to understand that a non-believer kingdom could locate that there was light in him think about it for a second was he walking around with an led light inside or huh did, did he have a torch inside his jacket no that means an, a, a non believer 
had enough developed spirit to look at this guy and say there is a light in him that light that was bringing him understanding and wisdom there is a reason why non believers are doing better than believers because not because they have the light but because they have the ability to locate an individual that has light in them <laughs> so there's two ways you can go up in life one is by being the light two is by using the light We Christians we don't like that oh these are devil worshipers but the devil worshipers is better sight than you because they knew how to take advantage of a light but you know how to stone a light <laughs> because we are used to <laughs> hating that which God has said that is why Jesus said if you have received me you have received the one who sends me meaning if god wants to send something to you he doesn't come himself he's always sending an individual if you can locate that individual you can find what you're searching who knows this better than christians today talk to me who knows this better than christians today this one he said don't worry king you 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 need to be worried if you don't have that one man in your kingdom you don't yet have to worry because that guy is still alive <laughs> and i can locate him for you i can bring him as long as he's somewhere accessible in the city you don't have to worry yet in fact she goes on to say don't have to change your color <laughs> she must be one strong queen eh she knew how to talk eh prophet i have it matthew 10:40 he that receiveth you receiveth me and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me Oof. he that receiveth you receiveth whom matthew 10:40 he that receiveth you receiveth me that is receiving jesus and he that receives jesus and he that receiveth me receive receiveth him that sent me Oh that means you've already received the father today in Jesus name. Because I know the Lord Jesus has sent me to you today in Jesus name. That itself means your problems have started solving even before we can get to pray for it. By your obedience your problems have already begun to dissolve in the name of Jesus. solution has come to you today okay now the lady the the wise queen saying don't change your color okay we are already finding this guy he's we're bringing him to you one young man in his period of 88 years he served four to nine kings one young man has served up to four to nine kings in his lifetime so imagine daniel was a prophet of god and a companion of kings because he learned the art of hearing god 
you're shifting today in Jesus name I wish you believe what I'm saying because right from the beginning the breeze of God has entered into this ministry so as I am speaking your light is going to shine brighter in the mighty name of Jesus that moment that Daniel came to talk to Belshazzar he said you know what i'm going to give you gold i'm going to make give you a purple garment and i'm going to make sure that you are the third ruler go ahead. daniel chapter 5 verse 16 prophet and i have heard of thee that thou canst make interpretations and dissolve doubts now if thou dissolve canst- doubts dissolve. may you receive the grace to dissolve your neighbor's doubts You know how some people you meet some people and your doubts are increased. Have you heard that? There's a smell in the house. They come to you and say, um, they smell and they're like, "Oh, it looks like gas. Oh, we have to be careful. The house is going to explode." Next thing you know, you're calling the insurance company because you think your house is on fire. But there are some people you meet with them, they dissolve your doubts. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, "I dissolve your doubts in Jesus name." Yeah, go ahead. Now if thou canst read the writing and make known to me the interpretation. Therefore, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about thy neck, and it shall be thy and it shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Okay, he's saying that I'm giving you all this. You know what Daniel says? It's okay. You give it to somebody else. Because my prophecy is more valuable than what you are. Okay. I am prophesy for free because you can't buy me. Are you following what I'm saying? And I like the fact that Daniel goes around and tells him, "Bro, your time is up." And he says, "This this one got me excited." He said, "God has weighed you and you're found short. He's taking your kingdom away." I thought he's going to get into trouble for it because there has been kings in Israel when prophets would prophesy something negative they jailed them for prophesying something wrong but we got to be humble enough to learn from some non-believers when they heard this negativity he didn't say kill this guy he still gave him that gold he still gave him that garment because he is now functioning as a king because he knows maybe this can become my altar that will say will turn this prophecy around <laughs> understanding but kings in israel when they got a negative prophecy they became more angry it's a sign that god wants you to fight him and god will teach you humility a hardened heart of a pharaoh is a sign that god is now picking a fight with you let me teach you this because many believers make this mistake very critical a hardened when correction comes to you there is something about a correction that makes you irritated 
God help us. There's something about a correction that comes to you from the word of God that that does not make you humble yourself. Then now you start looking at the jacket of the man of God. And you start saying why is he wearing this jacket? You look at his haircut. You look at his the shape of his nose. Yeah. Now you pick apart everything possible so that you don't have to look into you so you deflect the correction that is god's sign that he doesn't want you to repent it is time for your judgment okay so i want you to every time you listen to a word you have to keep monitoring your heart saying that is this word irritating me is this word making me angry is this word making me fight is this word making me point fingers if it does it is a sign that judgment is around the corner and you have found no grace to repent grace for repentance is your protection grace for repentance is humility that draws mercy grace for repentance is humility that is drawing mercy when you have a certain sin and you have the grace to cry over it celebrate mercy has located you when you are in certain sin and you don't have repentance and you like doing what you're doing you'll soon be found with the pigs hello hello welcome again thank you for being part of the revive nations family we appreciate all the partners around the world that help us to get this word to the nations and as the word is coming to you i believe that life is coming to you anything that's falling apart shall become whole in jesus name and may you be fully restored in jesus name if you want to hear the full sermons Please don't forget to download the Shaiju Matthew app. It's available on both iOS and Android. Subscribe to our social media platforms and let us grow together. We love you. Thank you again for being part of this journey. Until next time, God bless you and shalom. Many of us love Jesus by our words, Facebook posts and scripture quotes. But when God wanted to show us how much he loved us, he gave up his only begotten son. He's not looking for part-time Christians nor a portion of surrender or a fraction of obedience. He is waiting for us to empty ourselves. He's not asking us for some things. He's asking us for everything. And Jesus is the only person who has the right to ask us for everything because he gave us everything distance is not a barrier to god revivenations.tv is now open to live participation to our services 